0: Hello, friends, welcome to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy Madero. I am your host and happy 2022. I feel like it has been so long since I have recorded a podcast episode, which is kind of crazy considering I didn't start this podcast until I was almost 44, um, which, you know, was like a couple of months ago that I started this since i just turned 44. and um i go for a couple of weeks and i'm just like wow this feels odd that i'm not recording a podcast episode. so um welcome back to me i guess. <laughs> and welcome back to all of you.
1: oh man. um 2022 I know there were probably times last year where
0: many of us wondered if we were going to make it. Um and I say that both figuratively and literally. I don't want to minimize you know the, the health concerns and the health issues that many people have had over the past nearly 2 years now. Um, but I also you know, want to acknowledge the fact that um, this has been really hard
1: emotionally for so many of us. And I think we're all just crossing our fingers and hoping that this year
0: is better in many ways than the last couple of years have been. And um, I've had both Great and not so great experiences. And I guess that's really what this episode is all about. Um, you know, I did take a hiatus between a Christmas and New Year's just to make life easier on myself. And so this is kind of a year in review exercise, not kind of, it is a year in review exercise. And I'm really going to be doing my year in review. Um, in this podcast episode. And I took some notes and wrote down the things that I wanted to focus on that. I encourage you to give some thought to, if something resonates with you, I encourage you to, you know, pause and give certain things, some thought, because I feel like so many of us are just rushing through life and We're just doing the things and going the places that we can go and not necessarily putting a lot of conscious thought into the things that we're doing or the places we're going or the people we're spending time with and how we feel about all of that. We
1: just, again, do the things and go the places And often just stay busy and not give ourselves time to
0: pause and reflect and think about how we feel about what it is we're doing or not doing. And, you know, I think when we move from one year to the next, it's really just, A time of reflection that just happens organically, and for me, because my birth date is so close to the end of the year, yeah, you know, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of do two things at once. And this was the first year that I've really just actually sat and reflected and gave a lot of thought to this past year and how I felt about things and. Um, I think it's been a really good exercise. And like I said, I'm kind of just going to go through this in this podcast episode. Um, and we'll just kind of see what that pans out to be. Um, and again, you know, I really encourage you if you haven't already done so to just maybe jot down some notes, um, or, you know, type it in your phone. If you're listening on your phone, And, um, take what applies to you, leave what doesn't and use it as, you know, a reflection tool for yourself and and your life.
1: And I know 2022 is going to be
0: an amazing year. Like, I just, I feel it in
1: my bones and, um, I'm excited. So let's get started, I guess. Right. Let's get it started. Wait,
0: what? Huh? Huh? Wait, let's get it started. Let's get it started. Uh, you know, I'm just going to stop. I was going to try to be witty and do that black eyed Peace song. <laughs> and it's not panning out. So I'm going to see, I'm just out of practice. So I'm just going to mix that. Um, Really quickly, I'm going to do a very, very brief intro, and eventually like I will get the whole technological piece figured out where I have my nice little intro, and I have my outro, and I have some music. I haven't done that yet, so you're just getting me and a microphone. Lucky you. But if this is your first time joining, Awaken the Extraordinary is a space for anyone who wakes up every day and just thinks there has got to be more than than this to life right like it has to be more than just struggling and surviving how can i be the best version of myself when i'm always running on empty when you know my miles till empty in my car is zero and i'm just praying that i make it to the next exit on the freeway or the gas station down the block how are we at our best when we're functioning in that way we're not And so this is a space for you. If you feel that way, if you're just like, this just can't be it, right? Like the struggle, this can't be what I'm put on earth to do. Then you are in the right place because awaken the extraordinary is about figuring out what your version of extraordinary is one for you. And two, so you can go out and put all of that magical goodness out into the world because that is what the world needs. The world needs you. That's why you're here. And we get so bogged down with all this crap and this conditioning and all of our trauma that we don't address. And and we don't know how
1: to just embrace our uniqueness and celebrate that and be the most
0: True, authentic version of ourselves possible. We lose that. And this is a journey that I myself am on. And I want to share my experiences with you. I want to have my listeners share their experiences with me. I want us all to support and encourage each other to be the best version of ourselves possible. So that is what Awaken the Extraordinary is. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I appreciate you. And let's go go ahead and get started. So for my year in review, what I really wanted to do is look at how I felt like New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2021. How did I feel? Just if I'm looking back on my year as a whole, what are a couple of words that came to mind for me. And, you know, one was proud. I was really proud of the things that I had done and not because I felt like productive, but because I felt like I, I had really made some big shifts in my life and my perspective on things. And I got to a point, I think just in my own self-awareness that a year prior hadn't even been on my radar. And another thing that I was feeling on December 31st was excited. I was feeling excited about what's to come in 2022. I was excited about my podcast and where this is going to go. And, you know, my Instagram account and the people that I'm com- like, that I'm connecting with there, the, just the women that I'm getting to know, I'm just excited about all of that because I feel like there's all this good stuff happening and I don't know how things are going to end up, but I know that there's so much hope and possibility on a horizon for me that usually I couldn't even see the horizon. You know, like it was just, I was fogged in and I just couldn't see anything. And that's not how I felt on December 31st. And that's not how I feel now. I also felt worried on December 31st. Um, My son, we had to take him to the ER that morning and I don't do well with my son when there is something going on with him that I can't figure out. And he woke up really early and was complaining about his ear hurting. And then he was fine for like an hour. And then he was inconsolable. And we took him to the emergency room. And that stirred up a lot of stuff within me. Um, you know, as I've shared before. I have challenges at times managing my anxiety. So there was that, um, you know, also this was our first trip to the emergency room post COVID. And so I wasn't sure what would be happening, what we would be asked to do, what we didn't have to do, who, who could be with my son, if we could all stay together, there was just a lot going on and,
1: on top of that, he vomited on me. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, he was,
0: he was so worked up. And then he also had a cough and, oh my gosh, we were sitting there in the, the hospital room in the ER and um, he coughed and, you know, we're trying to get him, trying to teach him how to cough up the phlegm and spit it out. And he coughed and it was juicy. And I was like, do you need to spit it out? And he nods and he opens his mouth and it just goes everywhere. And I had like two tissues in my hand. So I'm like, oh no, (laughs) I'm grabbing more tissue. And I'm like telling my husband, I'm like, you need more Kleenex, I need more Kleenex. Like, it's just, it was just all over. And eventually I was just like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's fine. It's fine. I, I smell awful, but it's okay. Um, And then the funny thing was the next day, so New Year's Day, so that was New Year's Eve. I got puked on New Year's Day. Our dog had a seizure. He nine times out of 10, he does not vomit. This was that one time out of 10 where he did. And it was chunky dog food all over my husband's chest. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, I'm concerned about my dog. I'm trying to lift him off my husband's chest and get him into the bathroom. So if he's vomiting, it's, it's much easier to clean up. And I just had to laugh. And I'm like, this is not going to be an indicator. I am not going to accept this as an indicator of how our year is going to go. But I I did think it was pretty funny that I got vomited on the day before. And, you know, so anyway, Um, You know, so I was feeling gross and and worried on New Year's Day and also, you know, excited and proud. Hopefully you're not eating when you're listening to this. Um, But then I started kind of working my way back, Um, you know, just in terms of 2021 as a whole. And. You know, I know everybody had those, those highlight reels on Instagram and I thought about doing it, but then the audio, I was just like, I'm hearing this audio all the time. And it's annoying to me. It's kind of like when there's a hit song on the radio and they just play it over and over. That's how I felt with that, that audio. Um, I think it's like, it was Adele or something. And I was just like, I just can't do that anymore. So if you were on the edge of your seat, eagerly anticipating a highlight reel for me, you're not going to get it. Um, but you know, when I was going back through my own highlight reel, um, highlights and low lights, um, you know, there, there was a lot there. And, you know, so if I kind of shot back in time to January of last year, I was feeling really overwhelmed. I was feeling very burnt out at work. Um, I was feeling like a punching bag because there were just certain people that I had to deal with in the scope of my job that I felt were just really emotionally abusive and were bullying me. And that is really what caused me to just kind of reach my breaking point in late February. And I was just like, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. I need to go out on stress leave." Um, so
1: that part was very tough for me. Um,
0: it was really painful. It was really just uncomfortable. And I felt scared because I felt like I couldn't effectively function in life. I have this 3 year old child at the time who you know I'm partly responsible for along with my husband and I was breaking down every day. I was crying every day. Oftentimes we would drop him off at daycare and as soon as we dropped him off I would start crying because I had to go to work and and deal with a very very unpleasant person. And I knew that this person did not care that they were making my life hell because this person made other people's lives hell. And I had to deal with those people as
1: well, complaining about this person that was making my life hell. And
0: I was just like, I cannot, I cannot keep functioning this way because I'm not, I'm not functioning. I'm just, I'm breaking down and I didn't, want to be that person, um, who couldn't be there for her son because she wasn't taking care of herself. And in the midst of this, um, you know, I decided to start my Instagram account for Awaken the Extraordinary. As I shared with you before, it was intended to be a podcast, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I didn't know. And so that was very intimidating. So I was like, well, I know how to do Instagram, kind of. So I'll just start there. And I started on February 27th because 227 is one of the numbers that I see all the time. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to post like two times a week. And then I went out on stress leave and I was like, okay, I'm going to post every day. That will give me something to kind of look forward to. And then in March, I also started talk therapy. So I went out on my leave of absence. I found a therapist through the app BetterHelp, which is actually a really great resource. Um, you know, if you and this is not a sponsored ad for BetterHelp at all, um, but you know, if if you need someone to talk to, and you know, finding a therapist is hard, or you know, therapy is not inexpensive. Um, you know, I recommend checking out BetterHelp. They have financial aid available and, um, you know, you're matched up with a counselor and you can message them and it's really great. And, you know, you can have a phone call you can have a video call. All of this is done via your phone and just the app. So I recommend looking into that. Um, but I had a therapist for a few weeks. It did not pan out. I'm putting that mildly. And then um, I then had to find another counselor and that was kind of stressful, not kind of, it was very stressful. And then I got matched up with a really wonderful counselor here in San Diego. And, you know, we are still working together to this very day. In fact, you know, I met with her earlier today. Um, So that's what was going on for me in the beginning of 2021 Um, you know, there were also days that were very hard where I couldn't get out of my bedroom aside from, you know, taking my son to daycare and picking him up. I just going into the kitchen to just make myself lunch or breakfast. It was just overwhelming to me and exhausting and, and, I would just spend hours just like scrolling on Instagram. You know, I had all of these grand visions of what I would do when I was on my leave. And most of the time I didn't do anything. I was pretty much a hermit. Um, But the one thing that I did do was post on Instagram. And that really became a creative outlet for me And that combined with my therapy, um, really just got me to a better place. I started actually being really mindful
1: of the people that I was connecting with
0: that were in my inner circle, um, I started being much more mindful about what I was consuming, whether it was, you know, via just like standard news, via social media, I became very, very mindful of what I was consuming and how that impacted me. Didn't always make the best decisions, but I started noticing
1: how what I was allowing into my life was impacting me. And so one of the things
0: that I feel like in, in my year was very hard, but also, you know, something that I am very proud of, you know, aside from, you know, starting the Instagram account and going to therapy, which, you know, are two things that I am very proud of was, me actually using my voice. And I think, you know, when people say, Oh, you know, I found my voice. I don't think we have to find it. I think it's there. I think it's always there. It's having the courage to actually use it. And the, you know, I'm just like, Oh, the irony that (laughs) that I'm recording a podcast episode and talking about using your voice. Um, I think when I reflect on my year and again, you know, the things that I'm proud of using my voice in this way, using my voice via social media is something that, I think a year or so ago, I wouldn't have had the courage to do. And I think the world being what it is right now, um, being very divided, um, having these very controversial topics front and center every day, um, And having very strong opinions about them shared from every perspective, it really lit a fire under me, I guess, to start expressing myself. And I've always been a very strong-minded, opinionated person, but I never shared my thoughts Or if I did, it was only with a very select few because I was always concerned about how I was going to be perceived. I was concerned about people liking me and people liking me and accepting me was more important than me being true to who I am. And I absolutely believe that you can express yourself on pretty much any topic and you can do so in a way that is still respectful towards other people. And what I started seeing were all of these people being so disrespectful on all sides of the spectrum when it came to just COVID in general, when it came to things being shut down, when it came to masks, when it came to vaccines. Like I just saw people like literally at each other's throats. It's like that scene in Mean Girls in the hallway where they're just like these animals and they're just attacking each other. Like, that's kind of what I feel like the world looks like, at least like that's how we see it portrayed like in social media and, you know, and on the news. And I was just like, what is happening? And I started speaking out against things that I didn't agree with. And I was very hesitant to do so because my thoughts on a lot of these things don't necessarily align with my friends. They don't necessarily align with certain people in my family. And I can respect that person's opinion and their thoughts on a matter. But I also wanted to share my thoughts because I felt really compelled to do it. And that took a lot of courage for me, especially being a person that I just never wanted to make anybody mad. I never wanted to make anybody upset. And so I just kept my mouth shut. I didn't want people to not like me, but I've realized over the years that there's so many people that aren't going to like me, regardless of what I say or what I don't say, not everyone's going to like me and that's okay. Okay. And not everyone's going to like what I have to say. And that's okay. And if someone gets super pissed off, it is a complete asshole to me. And I know that I was respectful, then how they respond, that's on them. They have a choice. As I say all the time, you choose how you show up in the world. And if you show up with respect towards other people and they lash out at you, like I had my own cousin lash out at me, and I was like,
1: to you? Like, where the hell is this even coming from? I knew that had way more to do with him than it did about me.
0: And the more I started just stating how I felt or presenting information and just saying, I'm just leaving this here, take it if you want, listen to it, read it if you want. If not, that's fine too. I became more comfortable with just using my voice. And it's been really hard in some ways because, you know, there are relationships that have ended because again, how I feel about certain things doesn't necessarily align with that person's way of thinking.
1: And although that may hurt, it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm less than. And I've actually learned that this year. And in
0: using my voice and in getting comfortable talking about uncomfortable things, it made me more comfortable to show up as who I am you know, maybe with the filter, because who doesn't, you know, who, who couldn't use like some, uh, minimized under eye circles, (laughs) you know, but to show up is just who I am. Like my dorky, zany, introspective, quirky self. It gave me the courage to, to do that. It gave me the courage to have a podcast to finally just like get off my butt and figure out the basics at
1: least to get this going. And so a large part of my year was just having the courage to be who I am and having the courage to accept that not
0: everybody's going to like me And as long as I know what my intention is behind what I'm doing, and as long as that aligns with what my value system is, I'm okay with that because I would rather have somebody not like me for who I
1: really am than have people like me for someone that I'm not, for someone who I pretend to be because then how valuable is that relationship how much depth does that relationship have not much and so that's something that i'm i'm really proud of and again it's really nothing that i would have anticipated I'm going to take a a note from a Betty white here. It's nothing that I would have
0: had like the vagina to do last year. And if you're wondering where in the hell that's coming from, there's this quote from Betty white that says, you know, I don't know why people say like, you need to grow balls. Like she's like, balls are sensitive. And you know, if you really want to compare, like, if you really want to send the message that something's tough, like (laughs) Use vagina. Vaginas take a beating. So that's why I use that. But I mean, who doesn't love Betty White? Like I lo- I love Betty White, love Betty White. So that's where I was getting that from. <laughs> um, but those are some of the things that were hard for me. And that was some of the growth that I experienced as a result of those things being hard. And you know, I mentioned being hurt by some of those relationships that ended. And so that was one of the things that I looked back on too, was like, what, what has hurt me? And it's relationships ending. It's for me, people not taking the time to understand each other, you know, my, myself included. Um, and that is something that I, I'm really trying to focus on is, seeking to understand something and someone versus judging them. It's not my place to judge. And
1: what I have also learned is that when someone does something that we
0: may or may not agree with, it's really more about the story that we tell ourselves about what they're doing or what they're not doing and what that means to
1: us. You know, you might see someone getting vaccinated, right? And let's say you're anti
0: vaccine. And so you have a whole bunch of ideas about what that person getting the vaccine means to you. Like maybe you think, oh, well, there's not enough research being done here.
1: So that person's just stupid. But then do you ever go and ask that person, hey, can
0: you help me understand, like, why you're doing this? I just want to, I just want to understand, I just want to have a a better perspective or a different perspective or a broader perspective on on why someone is making this decision when there's not long-term research being done. And, you know, just because you have that conversation doesn't mean that you're going to turn around and do that.
1: But at least you can understand why that person is doing it. Or maybe you are pro-vaccine and you don't understand why that person's not doing it.
0: And instead of making a snap judgment, maybe you can say, hey, like, can you help me understand why you're not doing this?
1: I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to criticize you. I'm not here to pressure you. I just want to understand what your reasons are. And I'm using that because I just feel like that's a very current example of
0: trying to understand someone with a very different perspective on a situation. And maybe once you actually have that conversation with that person, you realize that what you were initially telling yourself about why that person was or
1: wasn't doing the thing is actually not true, at least for that person. So maybe it's,
0: not true for others if there's been this broad generalization and so that is something that I'm just really trying to do with so much in my life and and the areas where I struggle is just
1: to try to understand someone that's acting differently than I would to a situation and it's something I actually talked with my therapist about today. Um, And what, what we eventually, or what really I kind of narrowed it down to was my childhood, everything goes back to your childhood, right? But my childhood So, so
0: my issue is like certain people being wishy-washy and that just elicits this really strong reaction in me. And I'm just don't understand where that's coming from. And
1: I will almost respond angrily, but it's not about the person. It's not about
0: what's like what's happening. It's about The story that I am telling myself about that person's wishy-washiness. And what I realized today is that growing up, I had to be wishy-washy because that was how I survived. I, I couldn't feel strongly one way or the other, unless my mom let me. And as I've Become more and more independent as time has gone on. That is something that I have had to work through is committing to doing something, giving myself the flexibility, you know, to
1: pivot, but working through something and committing to something
0: and following through on that, or saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Then I can go in this direction. Um, But just kind of like the, what do you want for dinner, honey? Oh, I don't know. What do you want? Oh, I don't know. Just not being definitive one way or the other, just not committing to something. And that, again, is something that I'm working through and I think will probably be a work in progress for a very long time. But there's this like self-doubt that comes into play. And it's one of the reasons why I don't ask my son, are you sure? If I ask him a question and he says no or yes, you know, and I'm doubting him, I say, are you sure? Because that's kind of sending the message to him that like, are you sure this is what you mean? And I think that's where it started for me. So when people are wishy-washy,
1: It's all about my experiences. And it impacts me so much
0: because it triggers something in me that I
1: am really working very hard to change about myself.
0: And I know that was kind of a tangent, and hopefully that made sense. But I just wanted to give you like, an example of how I am guilty of this. And there's no shame. Like I have no shame about it. It's just something that I've noticed. And I really want to try to understand it because it's not about someone being wishy-washy on doing something. Like let's say what color they want to paint their house. You know, it's, it's the vacillating, the, the back and forth, but why does that annoy me so much because it really doesn't matter to me what color they paint their house. But why does that drive me crazy? So that's what I'm saying when I'm, you know, talking about like the story we tell ourselves. And most of the time it has nothing to do with that person, but it has everything to do with us. And it's just
1: peeling those layers away piece by piece. Until we figure out like why we're being, I guess, like provoked. So that is
0: something that I've just... I've learned something that I'm working on doing just myself is really just trying to understand people, have more empathy and compassion. And I feel like I do a really good job most of the time, but there's definitely opportunities for improvement there for me. And so that is something that I really want to try to continue to build upon in 2022. Um, you know, in terms of what like brought me joy this year. It's connecting with just this group of really high energy, supportive, encouraging women. Um, it's so different than what I have experienced my entire life. And I've shared this before, like with my own family, with many of my friends and, It it really is life changing to know that people that don't even like know you want to see you win. They want to see you succeed. They don't even care what it is. If it lights you up, they are supportive of that. And just because you succeed and you kick ass at something doesn't mean that they won't succeed or they won't kick ass. These women realize that there's enough of the good stuff to go around and they want to lift each other up instead of looking at you and going, oh, well, yeah, like she's a bitch and it must be nice to have all that money and go on all those trips and do all of these fabulous things because you doing that means that they can't. And that's what I've been surrounded by my whole life. And I was that person where if someone was doing something that I wanted to do, I was very catty and bitchy about it because I was jealous because I clearly wasn't doing something that they were doing. There was something that just, I didn't get, and I was operating in that scarcity mindset And again, that is so much of how I grew up. Just those catty, snarky comments. And I really started shifting my perspective this year and and really looking at women that are amazing and thinking, well, if they can do that, then so can I. And being excited for them and learning from them and just getting to know them as people and getting to know their stories. Because we're all human, right? Like,
1: none of us are perfect. None of us have like these fairy tale stories. And it's empowering to see other women being amazing. And so
0: that is something that has brought me joy is just connecting with these amazing women and just seeing all of these women being the best version of their, their selves
1: and encouraging other women to be the same badass that they are just in their own unique way. And
0: so something that I'm actually excited about, and I'll just use, um, this is an opportunity to kind of share my thoughts for something that I'm launching next month, um, is a membership called high vibe tribe. So this is really stemming from the joy and the positivity that I have experienced and being just part of this high vibe group of women, like unofficially. And I've felt a shift in how I perceive my life and the decisions that I make. And a large part of it is because of these women that I've connected with. And so I've seen the power that ha- that having a supportive, encouraging community around you, like I've seen that power because I've experienced it. And so I want to cultivate that same sense of community and meet a couple of times a month and just have women lifting each other up, supporting each other. You know, we'll focus on a topic in one session And then the other session will really just be kind of an open forum to talk about whatever it is we want to talk about, whether it's like sharing a win and having people to celebrate that with or saying, you know what, this is an area where I'm just really being challenged and I, and I don't know what to do. I don't know what my next right step is. Can you help me just being that group of women? And so more information will be coming on that next month, but this is where it stemmed from. It's just these amazing women that I am meeting these women that are their own bosses. They don't need to ask for permission from anyone. They are just being and their lives are freaking awesome.
1: Like, don't you want your life to be awesome?
0: I want my life to be awesome. It is awesome, but I want it to be awesomer. And it doesn't mean that I'm not grateful for stuff but, um, I want more and why not? I think we all should. I think it's absolutely okay to
1: want as much of the good stuff as possible. And, um, I read something that was like, We shouldn't have, women should not have to justify making a lot of money by
0: saying, well, I would do this. I would help these people. And, you know, why can't we just want money for the sake of like wanting money or a lot of the good stuff, you know? And I get that, but I do want a lot of money so I can do things without having to worry about finances and, you know, there, there are people that I've encountered in my life that just need a helping hand. And it would be awesome for
1: me to have the ability to say, you know what, like, I know your living situation sucks right now. Here's 20 grand. Go rent an apartment or house or whatever 20 grand will get you in California. It wouldn't get you a year's worth of rent. Most likely. This is one last thing you have to worry about right now. You don't have to pay me back. It's just people helping people just because, because I can. That's part of why I want to make a lot of money. And to me, that's not being apologetic. It's not justifying it. It's that's what I want to do. And I know I got sidetracked. That happens a lot. Um, Back to my year in review. You know, looking, looking at the last year, you know. I learned that I'm stronger than I thought I was.
0: I learned that I'm still really creative. I learned that I love to have fun. I learned how to establish boundaries with work. Um, I learned that not having boundaries in place when it came to work was really my anxiety Kind of taking the lead and and taking control. I would check my emails after hours so that I could prepare for the next day, so I could be prepared. But oftentimes I would see emails that would just kind of get me stressed out. And so then I would be stressed out that entire night and then have a lot of trepidation going to check my emails in the morning because I knew partly what was there and I wasn't sure about the rest and it really disturbed my peace. Um, it was another way for work to eke itself into other aspects of my life. And, you know, I started doing that in my twenties. And so,
1: you know, almost 20 years of doing that. Um, was very much a habit,
0: but I didn't realize until recently that it was my anxiety and, um, I don't do that anymore. You know, I, I learned a lot about myself just in hypnotherapy. Um, you know, I had a session in August and a session in October, and I know I will be doing more in 2022. And that's one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is just getting, getting to know myself better because when I understand myself better, I'm able to have the freedom to give myself the grace to show up the way I want to show up. I'm able to be true to myself. And with every day, I gain more confidence and I'm more comfortable with
1: who I am. And I love that I have grown so much in this past year. You know, some other things that
0: I did was I love to read. And so I didn't make time for that. So I started a book club with a few of my friends and I think we read three books. Um, We start, I think I started it over the summer and it was a great way to connect with people that I don't typically connect with and read. And yes, there were times where I would literally finish the book like five minutes before our session started. So it made it a little less enjoyable when I was cramming, but I still loved that I was able to be transported to another world. Like, that was really cool. Um, I started a Hallmark Instagram for those of you that have been paying attention. I love Hallmark movies and now actually GAC as well. Um, There's a lot of business drama there that I won't bore you with. But um, I started a Hallmark Instagram and I've connected with a bunch of really cool, lovely women on the Hallmark you know, in the Hallmark universe and, um, you know, I've had a a few sessions with a very lovely lady in New York and, you know, I feel comfortable saying we've established a friendship and it's just really nice that I'm connecting with so many amazing people. And for me, that took a lot of courage because I'm very much an introvert and, um, I like being alone, but at the same time I crave community. And so it's kind of an interesting balancing act. Um, but a lot of this is just putting myself out there and going, okay, well, if you don't like me, if you don't get me, that's
1: okay. Um, I know I don't like everybody, And I'll connect with the people that
0: I am meant to connect with and the people that I'm not meant to connect with, I won't connect with. And so, you know, overall, when I,
1: when I look at this past year, I, I have to say that it's been the most challenging year that I've ever
0: experienced, but in the, the best way I have grown so much, I have become so much more confident and comfortable with who I am. And I know more now of what I want for myself and my family. And I am determined to make it happen just like Mariah Carey's sang about in the nineties. Um, because I owe it to myself. I owe it to myself to live the life that I want to live, that I feel like I was created to live. And I want to show my son what is possible. I feel like so much of our world focuses on what isn't possible or why something isn't possible. But do we ever stop to think like, but what if it is possible? What if what I want is something that I want because I'm supposed to have it? I want to show my son, like, you don't like an aspect of your life. You have the power to change it. And so that's what I am doing with my life. And the leaps and bounds that I have made in this past
1: year is beyond anything that I ever thought was possible for myself. And
0: so I encourage you to take some time and think about 2020 and 2021, right? Like definitely 2021, but you can kind of go into 2020 and, you know, where, where did you start? Like, what were you feeling? What was going on in your life? Who was in your circle? How did you feel on the last day of the year? What was going on? Why did you feel that way? And then just kind of work through those layers. What were your big wins? What's something that you want to celebrate? What's what are five things you want to celebrate? What's something that you did that you never even thought you would do What's something that
1: you learned? What was something that was hard for you? How did you grow from that? How did you learn from that? What do you want more of in your life? What do you want less of? Are you happy with how you showed up? To
0: your family, to your friends, to the people you work with, to people on social media.
1: Is that aligned with who you are? If it is great, if it's not, what would you change? If you could create your life to be whatever it is you want it to be, what would that look like? I feel like we just get
0: so busy and caught up in our day-to-day, like I said, we don't stop to just daydream. Remember when you were like in high school and the teacher was going on and on about the Pythagorean theorem or whatever the hell that was? You know, you would just daydream and maybe you had a peachy folder and you doodle on it or you would write your name with whoever boy you were crushing on, you know, you'd write
1: those names together and you would just daydream. Do we give ourselves space to do that anymore? Give yourself five minutes today to just imagine what your dream life would be. Look like? What would it feel like? How would you feel? How would you be showing up every day? If your life could be whatever you want it to be. And don't be limited by what people define as realistic. If you
0: just watched the Hallmark movie with Lacey Chabert, where she's a party planner that's in a castle and you want to live in a castle, imagine that
1: there's no limits. There's no limits to what your dream life could be. So just dream big. You know,
0: it's like when you play the lotto and you think of all the things that you would do with that money,
1: you know, you're in a different energy state. So just give yourself space to think about what kind of
0: life you want. Where do you want to live? Who do you want to be in your life? How do you want to look?
1: What kind of car are you going to have? Are you going to be off the grid, like with a bunch of chickens? I don't, I don't know, but you know, what would you be doing? Would you be doing the same thing that you do to earn an income now? Would it be different? And then think about what steps you could take in your life this year to start moving in that direction and commit to taking a baby step every single
0: day and know that things don't have to be perfect. I, I've had this podcast for two months. I don't have, intro music i don't have outro music i don't have a slick intro i don't have a slick outro and even when i get to that point it's probably not going to be slick right now it's literally me sitting in my pajamas with a laptop and a microphone on my bed and i'm talking high vibe tribe i don't have it all mapped out but i'm committing to doing it because even if it's not perfect which it's not going to be I can extend grace to myself and I know that whoever joins that high vibe tribe is going to be able to extend grace to me, knowing that it is a beta version and every version thereafter is going to be beta 2.0 beta 3.0
1: because I'm going to learn and I'm going to make tweaks as I go, but I'd rather take messy
0: inspired action than be stuck doing nothing and being miserable and looking back when i'm 80 and
1: going i wish i had just done this i wish i had done that i wish i had the courage to live a different life You don't have to wait for a new year to make a change. That's
0: what a lot of people do. You know, you have your new year's resolution, but you don't, you don't have to wait for a new year to make a change. You don't have to wait for a
1: Monday. You don't have to wait for tomorrow. It's eight twenty PM. As I'm recording this. I can decide right now to change something in my life. So can you. So look back at this last year. Think about what lit you up, what brought you joy. Think about what you learned. Think about the situations or the people That didn't feel good. Are those people you still want in your life? Are the people that you want in your life in the same capacity, or do you want them to occupy a different
0: space? Start taking action to make your life the way you want it to, to be, to be, you start taking action to design the life
1: that you want to have. Because you want it for a reason. If you don't like who you are, have the courage to look at the why behind that.
0: If you don't like something in the world, change starts with you. But you have to be willing to look at the stuff that may be hard to acknowledge but also extend yourself grace going. I'm not perfect, but you know what? I'm committed to changing this about myself because I deserve better. I deserve to be the best version of myself possible. And when I'm the best version of myself possible, I can shine a light onto other people. And then, you know what?
1: The world just becomes a better place. And you played a part in that. Make yourself a priority this year. Make designing the life you want a priority. Make becoming a more authentic version of yourself a priority this year. Make kindness and compassion
0: and empathy a priority this year. Because as I've said, the world is not going to be worse off with more love, compassion,
1: kindness, and desire to understand in it. It's not. I thank you so much for being here.
0: I'm so excited about what the year holds for me and what the year holds for you. And I would love to know one thing that you're taking from 2021 and carrying on into 2022 and building upon that. I would love to know what one thing is. And if you are looking for a network of high, vibe, women, women that support and encourage each other that want to lift each other up. If you're looking for women that can celebrate your wins and give you support and encouragement when you need it, then I invite you to join the high vibe tribe. You can send me an email at Christy at awakentheextraordinary.com or you can send me a DM at awakentheextraordinary on Instagram. As always, friends, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so very much. And here is to a fucking kick ass 2022. I'll see you next time.